Okay, and we're live. Oh shit, alright. Hell I'm yeah. Lorenzo Lopez. And the other guy, hell yeah. <laughs> and the other guy, um, Jorge Vargas. Let's get it. I said that with a little bit of spicy accent. <laughs> uh, what episode is this? Three, four? Episode three. Alright. Episode three. Um, what day is it today? I don't know. How do we want to start this? <laughs> uh, let's That's see. hilarious. What I don't fucking... Let's say it's 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 March the eighth, fifth. <laughs> it's March. The I'm off 8th. by a month and three days. We haven't been on the show for a while, but we're back in it. Yep. Welcome back. Sorry for keeping you, but here we are, and we're we're smashing and podcasting, classic smash and pod, <laughs> and um, yeah, we were. Yeah, just catching up, honestly, and Lorenzo was talking about um, a book he's been reading. So we decided, hey, let's fucking, you know, it's it's time. <laughs> it's time for the next episode. Koozie yeah. looking hungry. Koozie's yeah. a... First, the first ever guest, Koozie. <laughs> Koozie the dog. Um... Damn, dude, I see this is this is the worry I had with like smash <laughs> and recording the podcast. But yeah, anyway, we're gonna try. You gotta bear with us, okay? It's been a while and we're playing Smash right now. And we're both sweating figuratively and literally and trying to record a podcast. So we're gonna be, you know, there might be some lulls, but neither anyway. of us wore deodorant to this game. <laughs> of course, bro, that's a requirement. But <laughs> dude, my game is kind of crazy. Like, You're fucking popping off, dude. <laughs> um, so, outwitting the devil. Um, just to catch the the listeners up, yeah. essentially, oh. it's by this author named Napoleon Hill, and he also wrote this book that is very famous called Think and Grow Rich. So, the book itself is actually it was actually written probably like. 10 years, I don't know, I'm just taking that number up, before <laughs> Think and Grow Rich was written. Think and Grow Rich, I'm actually reading that one now too. Oh, nice. Um, but my mentor basically told me I should, watch, I should read Outwitting the Devil first. So the devil kind of preys on people's negative emotion. It uses negative energy, negative habits towards its goal of essentially like extracting energy from people. Aww. And he goes on to talk about that throughout the confession. And he initially gets the devil to confess to him by, kind of by force. Napoleon basically forces the devil to confess. He just keeps fucking three-stalking him and smashing. He's like, God damn it. Okay. You got me. Exactly. Okay. Um, it's, it's a super interesting book. Like, it really, it really... It didn't get published for the first for the first like seventy years of when it existed. Um, why is because his family, first of all, he felt I think concerned with publishing it because it was more of a, a, a an accumulation of research he did. So he wrote thinking thinking grow rich. By interviewing, I think, I want to say, like, the top 
not necessarily the top 100 like richest people but like a lot of people like he spent like 20 years researching what separates successful people and we're talking traditionally successful people in western ideology you know make a lot of money have a lot of power Mm. um that type of thing and through interviewing so many people he accumulated trends um and a lot of it has to do with positive thinking, but it's a lot more complex than that. Ultimately. Wait, so, sorry, that's um, the first book? That's the second book. That's the, so it's weird because... So you're talking about Outwitting the Devil right yeah. now? Yeah. Okay, okay, so Outwitting the Devil was written before Think and Grow Rich. Oh, okay, sorry. But it wasn't released until after his death. Whereas Think and Grow Rich was released when Napoleon Hill was still alive. Oh, it's okay. because Outwitting the Devil itself is a much more controversial book in a sense because it interviews the devil and people had like like the actual devil yeah yeah the actual devil and where does the devil exist like from just like a random person's perspective what would you say uh anywhere evil is anywhere bad is true i mean the answer i was looking for was hell oh shit and the devil in the book actually goes on to say, like, hell doesn't actually exist. Um, hell doesn't need to exist because people create a hell for themselves. Dude, that's what I was saying on our first episode. Yeah. That is literally what you're saying. You were oh, like, shit. is this, this hell? fucking beat me to it like 90 years ago. <laughs> Pretty much. You, oh, <laughs> speaking of that, there's actually, dude, India is such a crazy place. Like, I'm going to go off topic for a second here. But there's been, like, people who've said, I think Mark Twain said this, that um, India is such, like, a, a diverse country, like, intellectually and physically, mm. that anything that a human being can think or do, India has already done. That's crazy. Throughout its history, right? Because it's a very old nation. That's fucking Very, insane. like, rich history. Yeah. And they're, like, super, like, spiritually developed Mm. I've been um I've been watching on YouTube this guy named Praveen Mohan and he's like an archaeologist like slash historian but he's like this random Indian dude who guys next episode Praveen Mohan tune in <laughs> yeah honestly we should we should invite him as, dude, a, as a guest you should bro dude why cow. don't we why don't we just like start inviting people to podcast with us yes but anyway sorry uh we should invite that tattoo guy. Tattoo guy? <gasps> dude, you'd be dope on it. You'd be great, dude. Yeah. You'd be a great interview. Yes. I'm down. Dude, he was really dope. He was really interesting. He loves tattoo. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're going... We're like jumping all over the place, yeah, but that's yeah. okay. We're kind of new to this. Bear so with us, guys. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so should we this circle back? Name four. That's true. And if you don't... You're in the wrong place. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Get out uh, of but here. yeah, cir- circle back to, to the book. To the book. Okay. So the, the reason why we got to the book in the first place was because we were talking what we've been up to recently. Jorge was saying that he's been playing too much video games. He's been feeling like a bum. Hasn't been going to the gym. Hasn't been running. But, you know, it, it's okay. There's no, there's no such thing as, like, good and bad and, like... <clears throat> 
I mean, you add a couple extra things there, but yeah, sure. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait, I didn't say that. <laughs> You're like, he's been beating me three, three times a day. Uh, <laughs> he eats McDonald's six times a day. Taking babies in the morning on Wednesdays. On Sundays, he kicks puppies. <laughs> wait, you ran over here. Sorry. But sorry, interrupting you. Do you mind if I heat this up? I actually tell you. Oh, sure. Yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, uh, damn, dude, this is like, this is a really intimate podcast, bro. This is, guys, where else are you going to get a podcast this intimate? Come on now. Lorenzo is fucking cooking up some pho right now. Yeah. <clears throat> no pausing, no breaks. <laughs> Let's follow Lorenzo to the kitchen where he's going to get assaulted by my dog. <laughs> the dog is koozie. The best way you can describe koozie is he kind of looks like Dobby the elf if he was like white. He does. And a little bit bigger. What what are you what are you doing over there, Jorge? Bro, but um keep telling me about um, oh right now I'm definitely not doing drugs. <laughs> that sounds convincing. <laughs> but um Yeah bro, keep telling me about um Keep telling me about um I would even devil, okay. Or you're, unless you're done, man. No, I'm not done, dude. I, there's so much to say, actually. <laughs> I'm just heating up this. this or, or do some co- color commentary when you're, when you're heating up a food over there. Okay, so right now I just poured this broth from this restaurant called Jenny Pho. This restaurant, Jenny Pho, is in Broomfield, Colorado. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. Give them plugs. Give them plugs, dude. They, they got voted um, best vegan slash vegetarian restaurant in Westminster like last year and I think almost like two years in a row now damn this should be let's hit them up for a sponsor sponsorship guys next episode sponsored by was it again Jenny Pho Jenny Pho <laughs> yeah Jenny Pho is a whole trip like I, I, I used to work there I, I just stopped working there today my last day it was, it was actually pretty emotional damn that's kind of crazy in its own bro uh, what a crazy day to have in the next episode. It is. It's. I honestly feel like today is the start of a new chapter. Wow. Like, for sure for the podcast, but also for me, I suppose. Yeah. And, yeah, dude. I'm trying to figure out how to use this. <laughs> You're like, I'm using a brand new microwave I've never used before. Is it really? <laughs> no, I'm like that. Oh. I, I was pretending to be a... Hey, Kuzi, relax. Hey, Koozie, relax. <laughs> so shy, bro. He's such a little shy dog. Koozie, calm down. Good boy. Should I give him a little <coughs> serrano pepper? You think he'll chill out? <laughs> Here, I can give you a little snack for him. A little treat. Dude, do you want to try one of these peppers? Uh, I'm all right for now. Okay. They're super hot. Wait, which ones? <clears throat> these ones. Those little oh, I love those, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have one right now. Oh, um, but yeah, dude. Um, damn, I remember right now, like soon, but oh. sure. Have <laughs> uh, one whenever you want. I thought you meant literally right now. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, I should, yeah, I shouldn't have soon. But oh, here you go, Koozie. Look. Um, Just yeah, pretend dude, I gave you that treat, Uzi. Koozie. <laughs> I don't know why you little, called little Bert. <clears throat> Um, but yeah, dude. Uh, you were saying. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, dude, we we just went over like ten topics. 
But we'll circle back to the book. Circle back to the second one. Um, the reason I read the book is because I got advised. Actually, I didn't even get advised. I just asked this guy who is a friend of the owner of Jenny Fuh. So it all, it all works out. The owner of Jenny Fuh, his name is John. And he, he has a friend named Jamie. It's not Jenny Fuh? His wife is Jenny. Oh, okay. She works in the kitchen. John takes care of the paperwork. Beautiful. He's the muscle of the of the paperwork, I would say. But sometimes he does other stuff too. So anyways, on positive mindset, positive thinking. You know, people have different perspectives on it. But the book itself, actually I'm gonna look, I'm gonna get pull up a PDF of the book so I can use the chapters as reference. Does it keep recording when you exit? Uh, yeah. Dude, yeah. That's, that's, that's but anyway. Here, you want to see what it looks like real fast? Yeah. The cover at least. Okay. So I'm just going to read the... Oh, dude, this is such a good book. I'm going to read the introduction. <laughs> All right, Fear yeah, is the tool of a man-made devil. Self-confident faith in oneself is both the man-made weapon which defeats this evil and the man-made tool which builds a triumphant life. And it is more than that. It is a link to the irresistible forces of the universe which stand behind a man who does not believe in failure and defeat as being anything but temporary experiences. Bro, if that doesn't get you hyped up to go fucking, I don't know, swim in the Atlantic, dude, I don't know what will. So the chapters are divided in 12 chapters. Um, the first chapter is about him meeting with Andrew Carnegie. The second is called A New World Is Revealed to Me. That, and then chapter three is when he starts interviewing the devil. And he interviews the devil for the rest of the chapters, actually. So three chapters three through 12. Um, chapter three, he introduces like how he starts the interview. And essentially, it's kind of like a, an entity within his own mind. Or like, I don't know if he ever physically sees it, but it basically answers questions. So imagine this, bro. Have you ever asked yourself a question and you got an answer, but it didn't feel like it came from you? Yeah. Like, actually, though? Like it, yeah, yeah, all the time. Yeah. I'm not trying to like lead you on. Do you have an example of like when that happened? Um... Yeah, I mean, like, uh, when, for example, when you hear, like, writer's block, you know, and all of a sudden, you're like, whoa, where did, where did I get that idea all of a sudden, you know? Yeah. Where does that knowledge come from? Yeah. Hey, nice. Where does any knowledge come from? Wait, is this okay? Can I put this ball in here? Uh, Fuck, wait, it's cool. I also have this thing too. Oh shit, nice. Wait, should I just eat at the table? What do you think? Uh, you can eat there, just uh, let me get some uh, paper towels. Okay, yeah, I don't have any napkins. Do you like fun? 
Yeah. Yeah. I'll be with this. I'll be with you time to time. So yeah, um, together we just built some thaw on his really nice wooden pull-out table. Alonzo was like, you know what? That can just sit there. You know, that's totally true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I was like, I was raised in a barn. I don't know no, no what to do. <laughs> But I just didn't panic, you know. I was like, <laughs> was "You're like, yeah, we'll take care. Of, let me let me eat first, and then we'll take care of that." <laughs> anyway, keep going. I I don't even remember what we're talking about. Um. Yeah, we we're just talking about the book. So actually, what should we do? I want to give you like at least something to read actually i'm gonna pull out i'm gonna look inside of the book and find a couple of like interesting sections that are just like completely mind-blowing because actually i'm gonna ask you what you think is the most interesting like sounding chapter and we'll just like talk about that one because we could be here all day talking about the whole book and I feel like I'm not like smart enough to like summarize it all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Check out those contents over here. Well, I mean, honestly, a strange interview with the devil. <laughs> cool. Okay, so this chapter talks about how he comes across a new birth. So it's coming back to me now. So he was like at the end of his rope. Have you ever been at the end of your rope? No. Like, oh, you never felt like extremely, extremely defeated? Like, you don't have to have felt like that. No, not really. I see. Honestly, I've always considered myself a champion. Really? <laughs> yeah. If, if I could, you know, if I had a metaphor for my life, I would consider, you know, I would see myself as riding on the back of a silver stallion, um, shirtless, <laughs> <laughs> with gold chains around my neck. Jorge, six, Jorge six chains. <laughs> yes, sir. But sorry. Um, yes, when you're. Are you yeah, rough? no, but I can relate to that for sure. A rough bottom. You know what I think about when you say that? I think about like that picture of Vladimir Putin, like on the fucking horse. Yes. Is he? He's like wearing a hat or some shit. My he's like shirtless. Your hero. <laughs> I'm just Dude, I haven't even been following up with that conflict, that war. And it's really an invasion, isn't it? Yeah, it's fucking exactly that. I think. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. You know everything about it, but. That's what it seems like to me. Podcasts are hard. It's fucking sad, man. It is sad. It, to me, like, war is sad. Yeah. Because it's, it's pointless. It's just fucking, you know, people that 
honestly, it's for money. You know, at the end of the day, someone gets money from it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what happens. You know, every war is probably at the end of it for money. You know. And money is not that's a real thing. Ones, you know. <clears throat> Human lives yeah. are real. Yeah. Like, animals are real. Money is like a concept more than anything. And it's like, people don't realize that. And then they kind of sell their their souls for it, really. I'm not saying that, I don't think money is like good or bad. It's kind of neutral. But if people use it for bad, then that just sucks. But um, back to the point of why I asked you if you ever felt like you're at the end of the rope. Maybe that means you haven't met your other self yet. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. that's kind of one of the concepts of the book is like you can't really meet your other self until you've been pushed to like a certain limit mm -hmm. where you feel like you don't really have anywhere else to go. Yeah. And, and you keep failing and you keep failing and you keep trying. Um, in, this, in this chapter, he introduces the other self. The other self is... And this is a concept that is also sort of understood in Hinduism as the infinite intelligence. So that's one thing that I found really interesting is like how this Western ideology ties in with a lot of what they say is like consciousness and what intelligence really is. Like is intelligence actually knowing things or is it being able to observe and understand things you know what I mean like some people with advanced degrees they'll think like they're very intelligent not saying that they're not but are they more intelligent than somebody who's never gone to university mm -hmm. or are they just more knowledgeable on certain things or like not even that like maybe they just like, maybe someone's just even born, like, super shitty circumstances and, like, they don't even have the... You know, they're just stuck working in a fucking field for their entire life, you know? Like, because that's all they... You know, just because that's where they were born. And they had all this potential. I think about that shit all the time, yeah. But, but like, um, yeah, I agree. And I actually want to talk about something really quick on that topic. Like, is there something wrong with being in the field working? You know? Like, I know, um, my family had a perspective of, like, go to college, get that degree, and I'm not saying that that's wrong or, like, that's not a good path. Like, it's generally a good path. But if we look at the perspective of life on Earth, I feel like, I feel like I'm putting a lot of my thoughts in there, so whenever you feel like you just interrupt me. But what value is having all kinds of technology and stuff like that if you don't even have like food to eat? Yeah. What is a what is a microwave if there's no food to put in it? That brings me to my to the Save Soil campaign. If you're listening to this, you should check out the Save Soil campaign. Uh, it's it's led by Sadhguru. Have you heard of Sadhguru? 
Did you listen to the Joe Rogan Sadhguru podcast? Yeah. What did you think? Dude, honestly, I don't remember it while well. I was really listening to it. Mm. But I enjoyed it. Yeah. What did you think? Have you heard of him before? Uh, I think not, not like a lot about him, you know. Just like his name and shit, you know. Not really like his philosophies or ideas or anything. I see. Yeah, he um he's he kind of has been spearheading this movement. He's actually biking from. I can't remember where he started, but he's biking thirty thousand kilometers. And thirty thousand kilometers is like, was it like, almost twenty thousand miles? I think it's like eighteen thousand miles or something like that. That's an insane amount of distance. That's crazy. On a motorcycle. You know how dangerous that is? I think it's just insane. And the reason he's doing it, he's an old man, dude. He's like 65. (laughs) (laughs) He actually... And and he looks so young. Like, I don't... Do you watch the videos when you listen to his podcast or you just listen? Uh, I'll watch them sometimes, yeah. So I saw saw what he looks like, yeah. He He looks really young, like, in his face. Um, not that I'm the best judge of age or whatever, but hi, Guzzi. Seem more chill now. Anyways, he's he's doing that because there the UN predicts like food shortages by like 2045, 2050, and civil wars because of it. Like this, is, apparently, this is a bigger issue than even climate change on the whole. Like, it is an aspect of climate change, but it's, like, the most important one because, like, yeah, flooding is bad and all those things, but if people don't even have food, like, you can't even live. You can't even migrate away from the floods, stuff like that. Hmm. So that's why he's, like, making a huge effort to do that. His his foundation, I'm a huge fanboy of his, by the way. <laughs> I'm actually not even, I wouldn't even call it a fanboy, just, like, a devotee or, like, yeah, no. Like a believer, I guess. I don't know, follower, whatever you want to yeah. call it. <clears throat> but he has 9 million volunteers, dude, that, like, support him. Isn't that fucking insane? That's crazy. It's awesome. It really is. Like, I think the only way that people would do that is if they're seeking something beyond themselves. Anyways, he talks, the whole reason I brought him up is because he talks about this idea called infinite intelligence. And the shit he says is just mind-boggling, dude. Like, he's super, super intelligent. And he realizes the, like, the tie-in of, like, ancient Indian or, like, Hindu knowledge. Like, all those masters with even like the current like modern nuclear science like um like subatomic particles and all that kind of stuff like he's reasonably knowledgeable on that on that stuff one of my personal theories of what infinite intelligence is is so the reason why I think the book can be real, while he actually did interview the devil or a representation of the devil in his mind, is because 
things are not like what they seem. Like you and I and everything physical is just our perception of it. But in reality, there are so many layers to a dog, hmm. right? There's their fur, there's all the little microorganisms living in their fur. And then there's the cells that make up the microorganisms living in their fur. And there's the atoms that make up the cells that live in their fur. And then there's the subatomic particles that make up the atoms. And inside of atoms themselves, they're made up of a proton, a neutron, and an electron, right? Generally speaking, an atom. So that, and the electron itself, I don't know how much you remember of this, but the electron is like, like way, way bigger, right? Or like its orbit is significantly beyond the little area where the proton and neutron are. Mm. I don't know why that is though. Like it's kind of a weird idea to me. Mm. But essentially everything is made up of mostly empty space. Like have you heard that mm. concept before? Yeah. Um, what do you think about that? Um, well, yeah, that's, I, I mean, yeah, I agree with everything that you're, you know, saying. And, um, yeah, it's interesting. I've, I've thought about that before. And, uh, I think especially like, you know, you can, you have like experiences where you're like, when you're like really realize that, you know, yeah, like, oh shit. This isn't like, I don't know. I'm fucking suited, bro. <laughs> you're what? I'm fucking faint. You're, you're, you're fainting? I'm, I'm a baked bro. But oh, okay. Anyway. I thought you were like, I, I honestly felt like you were bothered by me talking too much. <laughs> but you're not? No. You're just really faded? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm chilling, you know. <laughs> I was just listening, but yeah, it's, you know, interesting stuff for sure. So that's, that like, th that's all talked about in this book, or is that... That's like, not talked about in this book. In, okay, okay, okay. That's me trying to make an understanding of Western, like, philosophy. It's me trying to make a connection between Western philosophy, Western science, and then Eastern, or, like, Indian knowledge of the self. Of the, un of the cosmos, of the universe, and everything in between. And for them, there's not really a distinction between philosophy and science. It's like one big thing. Mm. And we have to remember that they have... They created these, like, sciences of the self over a period of, like, 5,000 years. More, really. More like 15,000 years. They say the Adiyogi... The Adiyogi was... Um, like the, like a perfect, he's kind of like the God, he's like Jesus, but like on another level for like Hindu people. Step up Jesus. <laughs> yeah. For, it's interesting because like one, one of the crazy things is there's this concept of Brahman. Have you heard of, have you heard of that? Uh, is that one like fraternities make ramen? <laughs> like alcohol shit in it. The, <laughs> and the ramen. <laughs> Dude, has there been any like crazy frat situations that you've heard of recently? 
Nah, but I'm sure they're shit going on, you know, all the time, mm. unfortunately. But sorry to interrupt. Yeah, <laughs> you dumb fucking nonsense. <laughs> no, that's hilarious, dude. No, um, it's good, dude, because, like. Yeah, Brahmin. Brahmin. <laughs> dude, what would they add to? They add, like, you said roofies. Roofies, they'd be like. No, trust me. Just have, have some of this Brahmin back <laughs> to my couch and relax. And <laughs> you know, and you know where it goes from there. <laughs> but anyway, what is it actually? Mm. What the fucking nail do? Mm. Not that at all. <laughs> Believe it or not. It's this idea that like everything is part of the whole. Hmm. And the whole is like, it's super weird. But essentially, okay, think of it like this. There's a drop of water in the ocean. Mm. The drop is both the ocean and the drop. Because mm. a bunch of drops make up the whole ocean. Mm. And the ocean is also the drop, right? Because yeah. how do you distinguish what is the ocean really? Mm. You know? I'm not the best at explaining it. <laughs> to be honest. No, I get that. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes I'm saying, like, damn, it makes so much sense in my head, but when I say it, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, I get that. I don't know. Maybe it's just that I've also, like, happened to experience that, but... Really? Yeah. But maybe other people can, like, relate to it, too. I feel like... Yeah, it's stupid to say, like, I feel like everyone has ex- related to that because you and I have experienced that, and we're the only people sitting here besides, you know, Kuzi, and who knows if Kuzi's also experienced that. You know, maybe he has, and that's why he's chilling here still. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's staring intently at me. But, yeah, no, like, for sure I've been, like, um, like, I told you that shit about, did I talk about that on the podcast about the moon picture thing? Mm-mm. Really? Mm-mm. I think I told you, though, but anyway, <clears throat> I'll talk about it again, but I was, you know, on my balcony thinking about that, about, like, damn, is this, like, for real hell, like, you know, like, there's just all this bad shit going on in the world and like for no reason and like really there's just suffering you know and like uh and all of a sudden like <laughs> it's so stupid like it's kind of s- silly you know saying it out loud but like hey bro uh this this <laughs> <laughs> of all people right now it's, it's so funny this kanye west song comes on <laughs> yay song he's yay now this yay song comes on moon right it's like i i really like that song what album is that um is it on donda i think it's sound donda but the album comes on bro and i'm singing on my balcony right like um (laughs) and that, that song comes on um and Oh, it is on Donda. Yeah, so, dude, that's a beautiful song. Um, but that song comes, comes on, bro, like, on Shuffle More, right? <clears throat> and I'm, like, sitting on my balcony, and, like, there's these trees. Like, you can see right now, there's these big trees in the way, right? Covering yeah. everything, like, you can't see anything, right? Like, past the trees. Mm-hmm. And, like, through the branches, th- there's just, like, the moon, like, perfectly, like, the, f- the full moon, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was just, like... Fucked. I, th- I think I even like asked like before like if this isn't hell like show me or something you know like some sh- silly shit like that and like that happened like immediately after you know Whoa. I feel like I have moments like that all the time you know is it a full moon yeah 
I think I have the picture. I think I showed you the picture. Here, I have the picture though. Maybe you did tell me. It's possible I forgot. But uh, maybe maybe I didn't. But I, like, dude, it was fucking crazy. Like, I was like, fuck. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you know, I have. I, I feel like I'm almost like that all the time. Like even like that you were talking about earlier, where like you get random ideas and you're like, where the fuck did that come out of? You know. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, I have a full. <clears throat> I have like some. Uh, notes damn I don't think I have any on, on this phone but damn I used to take like notes right when I have, would have like some of those random thoughts you know just throughout the day I'd be like oh shit let me jot this one down you know because where, where the fuck do those thoughts come from you know and why do they come to you were they um with those thoughts do they seem to like lead into anything else I feel like if you follow them I don't know, maybe sometimes you don't even, like, realize that they do, you know? But I think they do. Like, for example... Dude, I've been thinking about this a lot lately, actually, because, um... <laughs> sorry, just thinking about, like, um... Fuck, I don't know where, where I... Where, what reminded me to talk about this, but... I was thinking about, like... Um, like, how you can, like, manifest your own ideas, I guess. You know? Um, damn, I don't... Dude, I fucking completely lost my train of thought. You manifest <laughs> your so own sorry. ideas? Huh? You manifest your own ideas? Yeah. Um, damn, I don't know. I don't know what made me think of that. I'm sorry. <laughs> what the hell? It's okay, hi ass. Hi ass. Hey, how's your fun though? <laughs> it's really good, dude. <laughs> Uh, check out <laughs> Fuck me, what is it again? <laughs> Jenny Fuh Check out Jenny Fuh, guys <laughs> Check out Jenny Fuh oh, um, Let them know Lorenzo referred you um, I can't give you a discount, but Maybe in the future I can <laughs> uh, But you were just talking about How you you told You kind of told yourself, right? You told yourself This actually is exactly the point you told like, yourself, show me hell doesn't exist. Yeah. You basically said, give me a sign. Mm -hmm. Something. But you didn't tell anyone else, right? Yeah. You told yourself. But in a way, you told the whole universe, right? Mm -hmm. Because you are part of the universe. Mm -hmm. And in a way, the universe is part of you. Mm. And following ideas. We're talking about following ideas, right? Like how oh you, you said that because you were like do do you ever follow like that random thought you know mm -hmm. and i feel like sometimes maybe if you do it'll lead to something you know uh like it's, maybe it'll like open some different like synapses in your brain or whatever or like open that new connection to whatever wherever that thought came from you know um but then also i think you can like manifest your own future in certain ways because like Dude, this is kind of like depressing, honestly. <laughs> you know, trigger warning or whatever. But, um, like, in my head, dude, I've, I've just like my entire life, I've been like, I'm such a loser. I'm such a loser. You know? Really? Yeah. And honestly, like, I look at my life now, and I'm like, damn, dude, like, I am a loser. You know? <laughs> and, but it's like, what? It's like, what the fuck do I expect? You know? I've been telling myself this for continuously, nonstop, for years and years and years. Like, what do I expect? You know? That's true. Damn. So just now I'm like starting to be like, like whatever that thought is, like 
shut the fuck up, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? And sometimes other, like, good thoughts come in. And for some reason, like, my brain, like, rejects those thoughts, you know? It's like, no, nah, that's a stupid thought. But why not accept those thoughts, you know? And, and see where those thoughts take you. Yeah. You know? Because those come in, too. And why do those come in? And why can I accept those just as much as I could accept these, like, negative ones, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> Dude, exactly. And I wish I would have realized that, you know, 20 years earlier. <laughs> but, you know, it's fine. Even that, even yeah. that idea, I wish I realized that 20 years earlier. That's the same shit. Yeah, yeah, it? yeah. It's exactly. The same that's shit. the same fucking, that motherfucker, dude. That fucking little cocksucker thought of a thought that I let, yeah. It's the same negative thought. Yeah. And so one of the interesting things about karma Every every thought, every action, everything has a reaction. So I, I've been having this thought like, okay, what is the reaction of a negative thought? You may not be able to see it. You may not be able to even tell. Sadhguru says something about this like, you may not be able to realize that the consequence of your action, because it starts off as a little pebble. And you don't realize it until it's become an avalanche. And it hits you or hits someone else or something like that. So every moment is valuable and it's precious in creating either your future or the universe's future or everyone's future. They're all part of the same thing. That's kind of the ocean drop thing. One of the ways that I've helped that has helped me physically visualize this on a deep level that Sadhguru has taught me is to just hold your breath. You hold your breath within a minute, or two minutes if you're pretty tough, mm-hmm. you realize you are dependent completely on this physical universe. You are a part of it, and we are all kind of stuck here together. Either, and we can call this paradise or we can call it hell. It's a matter mm-hmm. of perspective. And what we just learned is that your thoughts and your perspective can create different futures. And those multiply um, across every person that you meet. It's kind of a butterfly effect. And it's it's crazy, but if we don't, that's kind of where the idea of limiting beliefs comes in. Like if you don't have limiting beliefs, you don't know what can happen because our minds are crazy powerful. And that's not something that Western science understands. Like I used to have a problem of I put Western science on the pedestal of, of everything because I thought that that's what I was sort of taught to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like we get raised like that. Damn, dude. See, I was lucky because I didn't get raised like that at all. Really? I got raised where <clears throat> my parents were like really believed in like herbal shit. Not necessarily like mind stuff. Well, honestly, also mind stuff with prayer because we were Catholic. Prayer. So, pr- dude, prayer, like mindset shit and herbal shit like that's what we mostly believed in and if we were like really really desperate we were like all right let's take some western medicine you know Hmm. and then we still continued other shit too (laughs) you know and like to this day dude i never get sick you know like um yeah but anyway so i think there's yeah there's a lot of power in that like other other stuff you know that besides you know just drugs (laughs) yeah And then drugs too, dude, like, they stay, like, not just in your system, but, like, 
in your like urine dude like it gets in the water like that just stays in water dude and like it gets in streams you know fucking fish and shit are affected by it like there's Turn ratios the frogs of more... exactly dude like yeah like it's getting in our it's making our taint smaller really yeah joe rogan says at least because <laughs> it's, it's kind of like with frogs you know because it's getting like i mean we're drinking the same water that they're living in you know but they're fucking smaller you know creatures they fucking reproduce faster and evolve faster so that's why it's happening in them faster but with us it's like our, our taint our taints are getting smaller we're becoming more like feminine almost our taints are getting smaller our balls are shrinking our dick sizes are, sh- are shrinking wow dude every like there's like i, I saw some like st- joe rogan was talking about this fucking joe rogan but um there's and i saw some like papers about it too um about plastic being like i mean it's everywhere you know like plastic is basically like everything you fucking eat and drink now it's in like our plastics in our bloodstream now like they found found it in our bloodstream for the first time yeah i think they did a test and i'm kind of just spitballing but like 80 percent of the people they tested had it in their bloodstream or something like that <laughs> that's fucking terrifying dude yeah we don't know what the fuck it is and those people that were tested were probably, like, living in, like, good areas, you know, like, fucking nice places where the water is, like, really treated and shit. Like, what about people that are, like, living in places where, you know, they don't have the luxury of, like, getting treated water, dude? You know? Yeah. Like, what? <clears throat> are you talking about, like, outside of the U.S. or within the U.S.? I mean, within and outside, like, everywhere, dude, yeah? It's yeah. Everywhere. Hell no, dude. Have you heard of Earthquake, the comedian? Mm. Yeah, I think so. He's fucking legendary. Have you watched his special on Netflix? Should we watch it? We should. He's a legendary comedian, bro. Like, his name is fucking Earthquake. Come on now. Do you want to pause it and watch it? Yeah, we can do that. But hold on, let me... Yeah, anyway. it's up to you. Yeah, we can do that. But... Yeah, we can do that. Fuck it. I lost my train of thought anyway. (laughs) Are you sure? Keep keep it going. Fuck me. What was I saying? God well, you brought up Earthquake for some reason. Earthquake? What were we talking? Oh, <laughs> he just has a little fucking throwaway joke about water. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. What's the joke? Well, he's, he's talking to, I'm not gonna... I'm gonna ruin the bit. <laughs> um, but... He's just talking about, like, people... Oh, shit. He's probably talking about people supposedly caring so much about their health and, like, judging other people for, like, not taking care of themselves. And they're like, Meanwhile, you're taking... You're taking bats in flint michigan with funky ass blood water <laughs> not giving a fuck like mm, you know just like ah <laughs> oh, fuck dude that guy's so fucking hilarious but he's like leg- a legendary comedian you know like everyone talks about him like he just fucking destroys is he like super hot right now live and he just recorded his first special ever and put it out on netflix it's really good and it was produced by dave Chappelle too yeah, oh, dude. Yeah. This guy's like, a, yeah, like a legend, dude. Uh, he fucking, he performed at like this comedy club that I worked by in when I was in high school. We had to be 21 to go to the club. So I fucking missed him, bro. Damn. Damn. Dude, and Dave Chappelle just fucking announced shows this week. They fucking sold down in like 20 minutes. It was fucking ridiculous. Wow. Um, How much are they reselling for? Uh, Well, supposedly you can't. Well, maybe they just say that, you know. But supposedly you can't uh, buy from scalpers. Like, they have some. Yeah. 
work around uh, some way to get you know find out. I think I, I think get to tell them your name or something, or like maybe like one at least one of the people has to go you know with the ID or whatever. Mm. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, and you, you could only get four tickets max. So. Dang, <clears throat> were you gonna buy them if you could have? Yeah. Fuck, man, I really wish I could have. Like, I would have fucking gone. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't have ate for fucking a week and a half, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. Is he coming to Colorado? Yeah, he was at, He was going to uh, the Comedy Works in Denver. Mm. It's a sm- it's, Dude, it's a great room. Like, comedians love it. It's, like, one of the top places to perform, you know, for comedians. Like, they love it. It's, like, a smaller club that's, like... Perfect for Dave Chappelle, dude. Like, dude, we should if go. If you're going to see Dave Chappelle anywhere, that's where you see him. You've been wanting to go with me for ages, bro. We got to go. There's no tickets. No, I mean, not to Dave Chappelle. Oh. We can't, but to another one. Yeah, I'm down. Next one, you're fine. Yeah, got I'm a new job. Get some money. Fucking, dude, there's a show this weekend. It's tomorrow. Oh, fuck. Oh, but tomorrow's UFC. <laughs> UFC over everything. <laughs> yeah, I saw your. Are those new? Those gloves, dude. Yeah, so those gloves are signed. They're they were worn during UFC fights. Oh, wow. And they're signed by the fighters. Oh no, sure. Yeah, isn't that pretty dope? Mm-hmm. And they're like, dude. So you were talking about like overcoming adversity, and I almost wanted to bring it up earlier, but I was like, maybe holding this is fucking stupid, retarded. <laughs> but yeah, so like, dude, this this one on this one right here. Um, this is fighter Jamie Pickett, and um, there's this show the UFC does called Contender Series, uh-huh. and it's basically like a UFC fighters like job interview, like they fight for a job, you know. And it was this guy's third time on. He was a full time truck driver and like training MMA, like on the side, and it was his third time on the show. Like he, I think he lost one time, one the other time, but. Dana didn't think it was exciting enough. Damn. So he comes back on the third time, still working full-time truck. Dude, a truck, like, a truck driver of all things, you know? Like, that's so fucking hard. He has, like, he has daughters, bro. He's, you know, he's a father. Um, So he's wow. just, like, you know, and he's, like, a really nice guy. Like, you know, you can just tell he's a ge- really genuine dude. And so he, he comes out, and he just, like, fucking does this, like, crazy fucking, like, like fucking 30-piece combo, bro. It's fucking insane. Holy shit. But, yeah, like, I just love that guy's, like, stuff. And he gets the contract, you know. He's, like, UFC fighter now. And, yeah, so those gloves are from one of his fights. What's his record? Uh, fuck, I don't know. In the UFC? Shit, I don't know, dude. Um, his, his nickname's the Night Wolf. Pretty good. Sounds familiar. <clears throat> but, let's see. Um, but yeah, dude. And then the other ones. Oh, dude. And then it's 13 and seven is his overall record. Hmm. And the UFC, let's see. Is that considered pretty good or like average or? I think that's pretty good. You know, it reminds me of like Donald Cerrone's or like average. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I, I think it's even like a better ratio than Donald Cerrone. But Donald Cerrone's like, I mean, that dude's like just fights fucking anyone like any time you know <laughs> so like you know but um and this dude is kind of this is like that too for sure honestly jamie pickett 
It, he um he stepped in short notice to fight like one of the top like uh coming in guys short notice in like a week I think. Well, just something crazy. Yeah. How did he do? He lost, but he he was doing good uh in the striking, but then he he got like taken down and he was like he it was like at the end of the round, dude. But he like tapped out like literally like at the last second, and then he explained like afterwards that his tongue was caught like in his mouthpiece. So he thought his tongue was gonna like be bitten off. Oh shit. Yeah, so he's like, fuck, like I have to tap, you know. But he, he won to Joseph Holmes by decision. Where's the star pole? Oh, those are those gloves. Oh, and then the UFC made some NFTs and they fucking the gloves from this fight or that fight was made into an NFT. <laughs> no way. <laughs> it's kinda cool. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you got a physical copy of NFTs. Is that cool? Um and the other ones, dude. Uh the ones on the left are Sergei Spivak, the polar bear. Polar is one of my favorite animals. <laughs> but this is a fucking savage in the UFC. He he uh, knocked out, he, no, he choked out one of the like top UFC guys right now, Tai Tuivasa. Like, uh, that was, that's just fucking really good. And he like destroyed him, you know, mm. respectfully. <laughs> but, respectfully. Um, and then those fi- those gloves are from his fight versus Greg Hardy. Do you know who Greg, Har- Greg Hardy is? Mm-hmm. He was a NFL player and he got... Sorry, he said drinks from water. Uh, he um he got kicked out of the NFL because um, he like hit his girlfriend, mm-hmm. wife, allegedly. But, you know. <laughs> allegedly, but um, anyway... Like they didn't go to court or anything. It wasn't proved. I don't know honestly to what happened in this case. So I should honestly shut the fuck up. I guess, but you know. <laughs> but anyway, Greg Hardy's gonna show up knocking at your door. For us, I mean, he's a scary fucking dude. But fucking not to Sergey Spivak, dude. Fucking dude knocked him out. TKO'd him in one round. Dude, fucking threw him around like a baby. And that's what those those are from. So I, that's pretty bad. Because I don't see I like fucking hate domestic abuse. Have you seen my fucking domestic abuse shirt? <laughs> oh, no, yeah, I haven't. Oh, it says fucking um, domestic abuse for cowards. It's kind of fun, but it's from another another UFC fighter made that shirt. Yeah. Dude, I always thought that they like kept their gloves like they were like the fighters gloves and they always kept them. Yeah. Well, sometimes they do. Oh. Fuck, dude, I need to stop spending fucking money on these. How'd but you get them? <laughs> they, they have, like, a collectibles website. Okay. But honestly, dude, like, I think they're really cool, and, like, I think they have, they have like, significance to me, and, like, they give me, like, motivation and inspiration, you know? Yeah. Like, thinking about their stories, too, and shit. Um, and I have these ones coming in, bro, from, like, these ones are, like, I think the most excited about. This, this dude, Khalil Roundtree. He was, like, really overweight as a kid and, like, struggled with, like, suicidal, you know, thoughts and stuff. And I think he tried to kill himself and shit and, like, drug abuse and all this shit, you know. And his, his dad died when he was young. So he, he, like, had a really rough upbringing, you know. Um, and he, he found, like, martial arts and shit to start, like, you know, overcoming his, you know, everything. And he got, like, really in shape and shit. And, like, with Muay Thai, he started training at first. But... So he's like, I think he's like a really inspirational guy. He's like a really nice dude, and he's like always pushing like, uh, like you know, mental health, like you know, positive mental health and shit, um, <laughs> and shit. But anyway, 
Um, so I got this guy was from his most recent fight. Um, uh, he was like he he knocked out a dude, but he's a fucking savage in the cage, dude. Like, and he's like so unique. Like every one of his fights is so unique. Like one fight he fucking like side kicked the dude in the fucking oblique, and like his knee just gave out. Oh shit. That shit was nasty. His knee went out from kicking someone? No, the other guy's knee. Oh. Oh. Because the pressure of the of the kick, like, moved his body, like... Yeah. Cracked his... Well, not cracked his knee, but... Wait, maybe that's not the oblique. Maybe I was the quad, you know? This is the oblique. I'm fucking retarded. <laughs> so, right here, dude, the quad, you know, like, right above the knee. Okay. That shit was fucking brutal. But, like, anyway, and from the last... This fight that I'm getting these ones, he, like... He, like, fucking soccer kicked the dude in the fucking ribs, dude. It was fucking brutal. But, like, in the, in the post-fight speech, bro, the real cool thing, I think, was... Or the... You know, both things were really cool, but... Like, his post-fight speech, he got, like, really emotional, you know? Like, just, like, thinking about, like, all... Like, everything he had to overcome to, like, get to that moment. And, like, he dedicated it to his mom and stuff. And, like, he was thinking about, like, all the people, like... Uh, that like are, like, like him, you know? And, uh... That, like, are, would get inspiration from... You know, watching him, so it was really fucking cool. Dude, that's dope. And, and yeah, it's... like the moment was everywhere, like it went viral, you know. And like his post fight speech was really cool too. So I was like, "There's no way he's these gloves are gonna get posted," you know. I was like, "There's no fucking way." Like these probably mean a lot to him, you know. But I was like, "Yo, like I have to," you know. Like, maybe that's fucking stupid, dude. I'm like, honestly, like I have way better things I should be spending money on, but I think they have, like, a lot of significance, you know. Were they pretty expensive? Yeah. Those were, those were really expensive. To me, at least, you know. To my wallet. <laughs> to my wallet, they were expensive. I'm like, I'm like, I, like, want to ask, but I, like, I they, don't. They were, they were almost $1,000. I'll say that. That's crazy. That was the number I had in my head. I had a thousand. I don't know why. Between five hundred and a thousand. Okay. Yeah. Are the other ones about the same? No, these were these were lower. Yeah. These were like probably six hundred combined. I think shipping and shit. But just I'm, that's a lot too. <laughs> you know. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's all relative. It's a lot to you. But yeah. it, that means it means a lot to you. Dude, can I tell you honestly, like something that's kind of silly, also? Sure. I've kind of like lately I've also kind of been like kind of because I've been like man I've just been like manifesting like such a fucking like loser myself you know <laughs> I've been like I've never done anything risky like I wish I would have fucking taken more risks in my life you know mm-hmm. so with these I realized I was like I fucking want these you know I was like F-, and it's it's it would be fucking stupid to get them you know honestly <laughs> but I was like fuck it that's partly why I'm gonna get them you know <laughs> like I'm I'm fucking you know going against you know my nature, I guess. Your conservative nature? Yeah, my conservative nature. Why but is it I, risky, though? Because, uh, I don't know, maybe I get fired and I'll have money, you know? Oh, I see. Because I was like, yeah. Well, to me, like, to, um, buying something, expecting risk, to me means, like, you're expecting some kind of return. And you're worried you might not get the return. Mm. So, like, what is the return you're looking for? buying these gloves you know what I mean motivation inspiration <laughs> and the only way you don't get that return is if you keep with the same patterns 
You keep telling yourself you're you're a loser. Yeah, you're you buy right, the fucking bro. gloves, you fucking bum. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You gotta like, Dude, that's such a- you gotta use it to level yourself up. Dude, and honestly, like I have been like, you know, I, I, I have been like, look, especially now that they're like right there, you know, I have been like looking at them, but like, fuck, dude, like, fuck, let's go, 